right. Seem right. Seems right. Okay, Hi. I'm going to be able to edit this afterwards, all right? I assumed, by the way, you keep interrupting. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chud X. And I'm Lanny. And this is the world as it is today. Welcome to another great episode of the world as it is today, uh, episode four, I believe. Sounds right. And, uh, here we are. Um, and we're trying to record on Zoom for the first time. We are in one house. I am in the basement. I'm in you, the, You're in the, the office, office or the library. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, actually, gee, you know, when I look at it, you're pretty darn close to me. There's a duct yes. there. And then you're probably like two more feet. But I'm below. Just like our relationship, I'm on the bottom. You're on the top. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's so representative of, of everything. <laughs> or, or there we go. That sounds much better. As above, so below. Yeah. And I'm so in the root cellar. You're in the, I'm in the library house. of roots cellar stuff. I'm confused. Um, it's also weird to see our faces on the screen because we've only recorded audio before. So we're looking at each other on Zoom. The reason we're doing this, though, is to get ready. We are hoping to have guests on our podcast so to, in order to host guests that are not physically here with us, we had to figure something out. And here we are. We've joined the, the cult of Zoom. We are in way over our heads at this point. <laughs> and yeah, deep. In, in our last episode, I talked about that I, you know, two years ago or so, you would have heard me literally demonizing Zoom. I was saying, no, Zoom, Zoom's no good, man. It's not good. And I don't know that I think it is at this point, but I don't know. It, we got to be what we got to be. If we want to be a part of this world, there are certain things we got to do. And here we are. Here we are. I know as I was signing up for it, I was going, ah, no, <laughs> to every, every like thing that I clicked. Oh, they're asking for my address. I have to pay for this. So here we are. Anyway, we're going to try it for a year and see how it goes. And hopefully the audio is good and that we're still going to provide the same quality of audio when we have guests. So that's what we're going to find out today. Yeah. Well, do you have anything that you're bringing to the table? I, I got something I could throw out. I hadn't really thought about this ahead of time for today, but I got a subject that's been in my back pocket. Sure. All right. I'm thinking I would like to, uh, to, to discuss, um, you know, we'll skip we'll skip classes one, two, and three, and we'll just say that you and I both do not, under any circumstance, believe that we went to the moon. Safe right. to say? That's safe to say. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, once upon a time, I thought we went to the moon. Another time, I would have said, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I'd mostly just looked at pictures and thought, yeah, I, I hear you. It's possible. But, uh, you know, five years ago or so, I actually drilled down on it, looked into it, and I don't care about photographs practically at all. The amount of evidence that told me we didn't go to the moon was astounding. So here's my little subject that I've that I've had in the back pocket. I want to um, pretend for a second that I'm a normal person on this on this globe i'm a normal person on the globe and uh 
that I just, uh, well, no, it's not really that I want to pretend I'm a normal person. What I want to go through is I want to, I want to try and answer this question. What would it take for me to believe that we went to the moon? Because it's really easy for me to say, I couldn't, you can't, it's done. Like uh, there's, there's no evidence that you could present to me that would make me believe in the moon. And I think that's really true at this moment in time with everything that I've been able to find. There's no evidence currently existing that makes me believe we went to the moon. But there's some criteria. There's some things that could happen. I don't think they could happen. But there are some things that if they started really happening, I, I could believe that we went to the moon. Want to do you want to hear what those are? And I do. Yeah, I'd like to hear some. And see if you uh, agree, disagree, and you could add to it if you if there's anything you could think of that could help you um, believe in the moon landing. It's 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 silly for me to be talking like this because I, I just don't think I'm ever gonna believe. But uh step one is we need to go back. That's uh, yeah, yeah, like that's it's one of my one of one of the turning points for me and not believing in the moon landing was realizing, wow, it's been whatever it was at the time, 40 plus years since that's we went. the one for me. So yeah. when I remember you asking me if you thought we went, I was like, I don't know. I could see that they, I wouldn't pull it, put it past them that they would, wouldn't fake it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but I don't know. I never looked into it. I don't really care. And you were, and I was like, so I started asking you some questions. I was like, so how many times did we go? And when's the last time we went? And you were like 40 something years ago. And I was like, oh shit, we never went there. Yeah, we never went. That's crazy. <laughs> never, went there. never mind. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 one of the most peculiar uh, facts. I don't know, it's weird to even call it a fact, but it's one of the more uh peculiar uh things that normal people swallow hook, line, and sinker. But I don't think it's that they actually swallow that. They will if faced with it. I think most folks don't realize that we haven't been back. Mm-hmm. I think most people, when you tell them we haven't been there, it's it, this year, it is 50 years. It's been 50 years. It's uh, 49 is more accurate because it'll be 50 years this December. Like December, right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, think, uh, I think there's a lot of people that think we go all the time. And there was a, a I, I remember the specific campaign that, oh, space shuttle launches are so boring, right? Like it was on the Simpsons, people falling asleep during it, like, uh, turn the TV off quick, quick, quick. It's so boring because we just go to space all the time. It's no big deal anymore. It's boring. And I think that was a campaign for them to say, you don't need to look. Everybody already knows we're going to the moon all the time. Don't even bother looking. And 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 then within what we did do in that time, so, so to speak, again, I don't believe we did any of this, but what they did tell people they were doing was like, uh, you know, going into low earth orbit and spinning around and come back. They'd call that space missions, space launches, crap like that. But it just, it just went past, I swear it went past everyone. If it, if there are people who, it will almost certainly be someone who's very intellectual, who, if you're talking to about this and you tell them about having not gone, they'll go, yes, I know, but that's because we don't need to. We learned everything we need to know about the moon in 1970, you know, and it's like, no, I bet you nobody who believes in the fucking moon landing doesn't think we haven't been back 
at least once a decade, if not once a year, if not like that, there's just like a constant communication between, you know, our uh, not communication, but a commute that's going back and forth. Like, you know, even people who, who talk about SpaceX, you know, I think that they think, I mean, space I sex was that space sex. sex? <laughs> uh, they, I, I think a lot of people do realize that that's just going to the supposed space station, uh, the ISS or whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Is the SpaceX the penis shaped rocket? No, that's blue balls origin, blue origin. That's uh, blue Jeff. Origin. Okay, I was gonna say SpaceX penis shaped rocket would be. Uh, they're all clever. perverts. They're all fucking perverts. <laughs> it's like you it's know like this. old. It's like old Disney movies with like the messaging in them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think that people maybe have this idea that someone like Elon Musk goes back and forth from the moon, and then you know, most recently, uh, and not necessarily Elon Musk, but his equipment, his people, his stuff. Most recently, we have Jeff Bezos actually going to space. Uh, but it, when you look at that, I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but you and me did this with a calculator uh, when we were looking at an article and it was all, oh, okay. So he went one quarter of the way to the ISS mm-hmm. and the ISS is one quarter of the way to the moon. Yeah. So he went whatever that is, a 16th or an eighth to of the way to the moon up in a penis shaped rocket with fucking mm-hmm. Bill Shatner and yeah. then uh, possibly floated around for a little bit and then came back down and they're like, yeah, private people go into space. And it's That's- like, if you call that space, if you believe that it happened, I mean, I believe something happened. I think they went up in what they call the vomit comet. Uh, I think that the mm-hmm. blue origin is a vomit comet. Uh, which is just a giant ship, giant, giant plane that goes up really high, higher than as high. I'd love to go up that high. I would fucking kill to go up as high as these people probably do to take a look back down. For some reason, they never take pictures when they're Why don't up they there. Take pictures when they're I know. up there. Where's the fucking selfies in space? We have private people going to space. They're not taking still Everybody's selfies. But taking, then it, everyone's recording all the time. Why aren't they taking cell phone video the whole way up? Well, this is what like Penn and Teller. Uh, did um, they went up in a giant plane? It was nothing more than a giant plane that went up really high and then came down really fast. And that was supposed and, to simulate the anti gravity thing, right? Yeah. The, well, they say that's anti gravity. They say that that's that's space because you're okay. floating. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, logically to me that makes a lot of sense if something's coming down that fast i don't know i think it does get really weird i think it defies a lot of things that we think we understand of this world if that's what really happens i'd love to know more i kind of back when i saw pin and teller's footage of them doing that i believed them on a lot of things i had not um i was not nearly as far down this road as i was and uh i found them to be pretty good truth tellers as i saw i appreciated their take on recycling on the show fuck yeah And a lot of other things. They were great on guns, secondhand smoke. I mean, a lot Mm -hmm. of things that like people could that personally I had a hard time thinking about. They got me to think about really well. They showed that footage on their show of them pin claims claimed, I think, to be the first person to ever be naked in space or something. He took his clothes off and and flipped himself around a little bit. That's when he was still a big fat guy, too. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So why am I saying this? It's because I'm trying to think of reasons that I would believe we go to space. Now, so 
I think that for me, the biggest thing is that if you start to ask questions online or in real life, people fucking freak out and they start to yell at you and they don't answer your question. So I think for me to believe that we went to space is that just people could have a civil conversation and answer the questions that I have. Yeah. Yeah. That would be huge. That That would be be the start. The biggest, uh, that's really the biggest thing. Okay. But I'm, I'm still on my first one here because I, I, I want to say it's that we need to go to the moon again mm-hmm. for the first yeah, time. Yeah, go again. Sure. <laughs> we need to go. So take it as that it's that everything was real and I just need convincing of its realness. Okay. We need to go again. Right. And even better would be another country going, I think. Yeah. doesn't matter, but we need to go. Other countries need to go. Does, does any other country claim that they have gone? Just China, they claimed it. Well, maybe Russia, but not with people. No other people. Drone or like unmanned ship or whatever. If I'm remembering right, we have put people on the moon five times. Okay. And that is it. No other people people have. And I think the number of people is like, it's either 10 or 12, like a couple times or three out. No other country is as big of a fucking liar as our government. Is that what they're or they're saying? as big as liars as us because they're helping us with the lie. But see, this is part of what I'm trying to get at is we need to go and other countries need to go multiple times in 2022 or three or four or five yeah. and continue on over and over again. And especially the reason I say other countries is I want to hear other people go, yeah, because that's how they did it in 1969. Because right now, I feel like if someone, say China, got to the moon, mm-hmm. for real, the old's fake, like I believe, and China made it for real, through the Van Allen belts, through all the, all the stuff that you and me have worked out so many times, um, and they made it, I feel like they'd come back and they'd be like, we were the first people to be on the moon. Because you guys didn't fucking go in 1969, not in that piddly little thing, not the way you did. You didn't walk around. The rocks that we just brought back do not match the petrified wood rocks that you guys came. Everything about your little fucking moon mission was fake. I feel like that's what would really happen. Somebody else made it there. Yeah. If someone else made it there. Right. Or, or, you know, like, and and why there was that 50 year gap. It's probably because they're trying to figure out how to do it. But. Let's pretend that we did go in 1969 and people start going and coming back and there starts being evidence that we could see, I want to say like with a telescope of us changing the face of the thing because we have roads up there or, or, or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe it's too far for me to be able to see with my eye, with my fucking Walmart telescope or whatever. Um, So what it needs to get to is that we need to start going back. Other countries need to start going back. It needs to be happening so much and so many people doing this that real people can go. That real people... The way that there are real people who say they know the moon landing happened because their fathers, uncles, cousins, ex fucking goldfish's first owner uh, made uh, a spring that was used on the on the fucking uh, Saturn V rocket. Like the way there's like that connection that gets all. Well, that's that's why this could work. Why this could be fake and have so many people believe it. That it's right. fact. And like 
just a year, a couple years ago, um, I was listening to the local radio station here, Northwest Washington. And it was some guy had just passed away from our town. And he was a big deal because he worked for the moon landing and his sister was on the radio talking about how amazing it was that he worked on the moon landing. So see, like still today, almost 50 years later, people in our little town know someone who worked there. And what he did is he sat in a room and looked at uh, surveys of pictures and he told them where they were supposed to land so that they didn't land like on a peak of a mountain or like in a valley. He, he could understand. So he was like a survey map guy and he just looked at these satellite images or whatever, and then told them where they should land. So this is a man who sat in a room by himself or with some other people and looked at a screen and told people what to do. That was his, you know, his connection. contribution and his, his connection. physical connection. And so he really worked on it, but did he actually see anything that would make you believe no. that? No, right. Not at all. So thousands of people. And I hear the same story of people in everywhere, all small towns in every state, because everybody needs to know someone who knows someone that, that worked with this for it to have been real. You know, yeah. everybody at that time. And you know what I would wish more than anything in the world? No, maybe not more than anything. But what I what would be amazing is to speak to someone who doesn't believe in the moon landing that was alive at the time and remember it and remember either that they used to believe or that they didn't, whatever their experience was at that time. Someone who who's like us that's open that can talk about it. But I've never experience that i've only spoken to people who say but no we did go because i remember my whole family sat down and we pulled the tv out to the living room and we we watched it on our little you know and i'm like okay so we along with everyone else on the, at the uh, same time yeah i we remember all the same flickering light at the same time right. we remember, I remember when that michael jackson video all aired on a bunch of channels at the same time when i was a kid and it was supposed to, that black or white video it was supposed to be revolutionary because he was going to break all the racial divide and end that for our country which seems like that worked out great yeah but it all uh, it like aired on it was like all the news of the show's programming cut off and it was like all the channels aired this video to premiere at the same time i have and no recollection of that that's crazy it was a, it was like a big deal and i remember like thinking it was really weird because it was his face morphing into other people and they were all singing the same song and it was like oh because everyone's the same because you know there's a chinese person and then a and then a black guy and then a white girl and then you know what i mean we're all the same but i remember that really well and like does that mean that Michael Jackson really morphed into a whole bunch of different people? Because I sat down and I watched that at the same time with everyone. And it was important enough that they cut off, you know, whatever show was on that evening. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> That's the evidence that we all watched it on TV. You know what else I've seen on TV? Gummy hmm. bears come to life and live in medieval times and fight each other. What was that? The gummy bears show might've been oh. a little, I'm a couple of years older than, than you. You might not remember that. Cartoon that. I remember right now. Yes. It was okay. the gummy bears TV show. That shit. Yeah. I, I loved it. And mm -hmm. and it didn't even remind me of gummy bears. <laughs> like no, the candy. It, That's, it was yeah, just no, a cool, cool cartoon as far as totally. I was concerned, but they were supposed to be gummy bears that came to life and lived in medieval times. That's why I liked it. I kind of liked the medieval stuff when I was that age, but, uh, but yeah, that back to our, to our subject, you know, it's, it's like you're saying, there's these small town people who worked on the moon landing in one capacity or another, which is always 
always, I believe so far in my own findings, always not someone who was really connected to it. It was someone who, like you said, looked at data, wrote something down, made a sprue, sent it off, you know, something yeah. like that. And that's what gives these little communities and these people, like we, we feel like we have legs on this, that no, no, we're connected to the moon landing. And what I'm saying is we need people to go to the moon and come back. So in like every community, the way that's the way it is now, and every community, there are people who are saying, I've been there. I've stepped on it. Here's my suit. Here's my stuff. Here are my souvenirs. This is my moon rock, right? So even but we're then, still though, not there. I still don't believe in this scenario. No, because think about it now. Like there's astronauts that say they did go there and they lived their whole life continuing to do interviews talking about their experience there. How can that's some like person, 12, 12 in, in, in the world. How can they take that pressure over and over again for as long as, you know, they live? Uh, it's weird to me to think that and. I think that they maybe had to be drugged and put in some kind of a device that shook them around and dropped them off in the desert so that they literally thought that they went to the moon. That is one of the scenarios I love to entertain. I, I do like the idea that they're just a bunch of fucking liars. I think and that's totally possible. Stupid, and they and they kind of dumb enough that they can just ignore things that they don't that the contradictions that they see, so that they don't think too hard, and yeah. they just really like. And they just kind of went along with it. I do. I I can hold that, but I'm equally open to the idea. I mean, this was perpetrated by the same people who perpetrated fucking MK Ultra, and mm -hmm. a lot of. I mean, they they have no respect for the human mind. None. They are maybe they have plenty of it for some minds, but not others. They don't mind wrecking people. They could have wrecked thousands of people in over a period of time just trying to find the right way to manipulate a person's brain into believing that they went to the fucking moon when they didn't. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, and so so oh yeah, go uh, go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking of that show we just watched. I think it was just last year. Maybe it came out 2020. Moonbase. Uh, Moonbase 8. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Fred I loved Armisen, that show. And Tim Heidecker and John C. Riley. Was it on Showtime maybe? or It was something we waited till it was all done so we could do a so, seven-day yeah, free trial. Free trial. And we watched and it and then canceled. Watched. It was only like five episodes or something. I and don't know sucks, if sucks because I would totally check that out again. Did they, did they officially cancel? Was that a thing? I didn't hear. Hmm. Never, I mean, never followed up. Be amazing if they made another because it was great. It was the idea was that these guys were on a, there was they were at a base that was in a, a really remote part of Arizona, and they Arizona, were Utah, something like that, New Mexico maybe. Yeah, and they were supposed to per, be pretending that they were on the moon, and if they did a good enough job, they believed that they would actually get chosen to yeah. go to the moon. But yeah, it was like all a like, carrot that was dangled, and uh -huh. they would have water that they could run out of, and they had like all these procedures they had to follow, even though it didn't make any sense. And it was really, it was really funny, but it was also made you think a lot about like how they could they could do that to people and take them away from their family and put them in a compound somewhere and like just give them drugs and make them think that they're on the moon. If I recall the way those characters were too, they never none of them had families. They weren't taken away. These were all Heidecker people who, was married, remember? Because his oh. wife always had some guy over whenever they FaceTime. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, um, why is he there? You know, and he had a bunch of kids. Maybe she was pregnant again. He'd been gone for too long. But the, but the premise of that, those people are just on earth and they take it so seriously. And they all, like you said, a carrot on a stick. They all like someone got, I think maybe the pretext of the show was like someone had recently left to go to the moon. 
Yeah. You know, cause we go back to the moon all the time. Uh, as we were establishing earlier, people yeah. think that the show is, I mean, the show is propaganda, <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's, it's perpetrating a bunch of lies. Yeah. They're but, probably on or, NASA uh, uh, furthering a bunch of lies. Um, they, but the, they, it's like someone went and they're all going, Oh man, how did he get so lucky? I've dedicated 30 years of isolating myself in this little fucking thing out in the desert and showing that I never step outside. I treat the atmosphere with respect. Like I think it's going to destroy me. And yet they're just keeping me here on earth practicing for yeah, when I finally get to Yeah, because I think there was an episode, spoiler alert, guys, that they got somebody else that took their job very seriously. And they were only there for a few days and then they got called to leave. And they were like, uh, saying, maybe that's oh, they're I'm getting called to go to the moon. And they were all pissed. Yeah. So but if we had people. As, that's just as real as whatever we were talking about before that. I think so. <laughs> so if we had people going to and from the moon. And enough people that there were that like their stuff was examinable by the people around them and um, uh, that we could we could know these people and like uh, vet them for ourselves. Be like, did you really go? What was it like? Were there stars? You know, all the questions that we can mm-hmm. look at all the, the all of the few interviews that exist of the astronauts who've been and we see all their contradicting stories. Maybe we as individuals could start making sense of what they're saying if they really went. Um, but uh, but I think I think that's the real deal thing that would get me there. Oh oh oh! Most important is I I, I just reminded myself by saying "get me there" is allow me to go. Oh sure. You know what I mean? Like like this would need to be not just people worked for NASA in every town and went. And we're a part of this MK Ultra bullshit, but that like, no, nah, you and me could decide to pack up the family. Get, uh, we'll get a sitter for a weekend because we're going to go and fly to the moon and we're just going to go spend a week there. Uh, relax, so like, hang you have out. To, you know, you have to have enough money to have a nice vacation. But Yeah, no, it would be expensive. You know, I don't think it would be something that would actually be available to you and me. Not to us. But it, it becomes <laughs> to someone that we know. Yeah, you know, your rich cousins, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, are they just going into a if we're not going, are they going into an like, MK ultra getting, program yeah. and not really going? Like, I don't know I, what, take, even then it would, I don't know what it would take for me. To it starts leave. reminding me of how I get about um, Antarctica, mm-hmm. like where I start going, well, I have to go. Like, there's nothing that anybody can say to me that's going to get me to believe whatever it is they want me to believe unless I go and take a look. And that's right here on our planet. I should be able to head over there. And then at the end of the day, it's like, man, even if I was rich, like rich beyond rich. And I had all the time in the world. Well, I guess if I was rich beyond rich and had all the time on the world, I could train and do it. But if I was just given a, a lump sum of money now, as I'm in my forties and said, go to Antarctica, I'd get there. I wouldn't be able to explore. I'd need to have a team of people to explain things to me. I mean, I've been up on some mountains and stuff, but I've not, I'm not prepared to go explore the North pole mm-hmm. or the South pole, or even, you know, the, the Yukon. I'd be, mm-hmm. I would need help if I was in the Yukon, um, let alone Antarctica, where it's basically an island. So on top of, in the, in the Yukon, if I just didn't die of, of exposure, I might be able to keep walking south and get home. Right. That wouldn't be the case in Antarctica, you know? No. 
but I, I think that's, I don't know. I felt like I had more, but when I, when I, when I really think about this, the only thing that would really get me to believe in the 1969 through 72 moon landings is if we started doing it again and enough people who I personally trust went like literally went, they show me their shit. They show me their photographs. You know, I mean, some other smaller things that wouldn't, no one of these things would be enough to make me believe it. Like I said, it could always be MK ultra, but if we started seeing selfies of people, yeah, even selfies of people at the fucking ISS that, pictures of earth to deal with that. You, you ever get you? I mean, we've, we've kind of done this, but I don't know if we've like really gone hard on you and me personally of uh, there are no photographs of earth. They don't no. exist. They do not exist. And I know it makes people's heads spin, but the simple way to get there is you Google Robert Simmon. I'm pretty sure it's Robert Simmon. And the first thing that should come up is a NASA.gov site that would be his, his, his uh, like biography or whatever. And it just talks about him. You know, he's the creator of the blue marble picture and all these other pictures. And if you just read that, you will go, oh, shit. I mean, it's just this one page will change you forever to go. Wow. NASA's never took any of these photos. They've never done it. Yes. They've got we the did Hubble. go into that once. They, they claim they claim that they take pictures of spiral galaxies and other planets and all this shit with the Hubble. But I don't believe the Hubble's real. It and they put it in there and they like, they, they get I don't believe the Hubble is real at all. Uh-huh. But if it's real, it's like, let's play. It's a tel- telescope that floats okay. in space and they can take. Oh, pictures. it's from in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> telescope in space. So this is what, like, I have a really, really, really good idea. NASA, if you're listening, and I know you are. Now, <laughs> NASA, if you're listening, Take that Hubble and give it a nice turn, point it right at our little blue marble here, and just why, take a why picture. Why not, guys? Just take one. What are you just doing do out it. there? And actually, yeah. let me challenge you farther and say, take a thousand fucking pictures. Take a million pictures. There should be one million photographs of Earth available to us right now. But instead, there's only a few. And as you will read on Robert Simmons, uh, uh, NASA thing and and you can continue on on that NASA page and you'll learn more and more and more about the the Photoshop use that they use yeah. to create these images. And when Nazis. when normal people like you and me yeah start taking those images of earth and we start uh comparing them side by side by side by side the continents don't line up right they're different sizes uh, I haven't done it, but I'm hearing that a lot of people are starting to mess with exposure on these pictures, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make it real bright, real dark color, this color, that. And they're Contrast, starting to whatever. see they're starting to see the jagged crisscross lines of the patchwork that they use to create mm-hmm. the photoshopped image. And um, I don't know, man, I if if there if why if why we don't have thousands of, of pictures or even for that matter just hundreds of selfies of people who have quote unquote been to space taking a take the selfie with the blue fucking marble behind you yeah i see plenty of 
official pictures from the ISS that show that curve on the landmass below them. But that's it. I'm going to show you something that people won't be able to see because we're going to just release this. Oh, that's hella real. But one of the options for a background on Zoom is that I'm looking at, see, I'll scoot over. There you go. There's the round curvature of the earth with like a light peeking over it and it's all lit up in the cities. The, the yeah, that the that's year. that type of picture is even more nefarious because people think that's real. Yeah, and they go, it is. Look oh, look, you can see all the lights from all the people. I bet <laughs> Earth didn't look like that thousand years ago because we just had candles back then. But now it's covered with lights because our cities have lights, right. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like it's um that that picture that you just showed is more nefarious to me. And, and you notice it now, too. You know, Universal Films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what it was. We watched Waterworld not that long ago, which was kind of cool because they're the universe Universal Films is the it starts with the globe on every on every one. It kind of mm-hmm. zooms out from the globe. Yeah. And on that one is the globe spun, the water levels kept rising until it was a big water planet. Oh wow. Just kind of neat. I remember that for, for what that was. That's an old movie. Me and you watched something that was universal within a year, and they did the normal thing, the normal globe spinning where it says universal, but it started out with a city like mm. new york or something and mm-hmm. as it as it panned out it kept all the light you know it was that picture that you were just showing or that yeah. style where you see all the lights all over the thing and yeah. that's what the globe is now because that's what it looks like now it doesn't look like it did you know 100 years ago <laughs> well it's just you can't you can't not i mean it's saturated it's everywhere we were just talking today i had our 1 year old was wearing pajamas that has a dinosaur on it. And we were joking because I'm like, oh, here you go, buddy. This There's like a fake creature that people are going to tell you is real on your suit. But, and then I was saying, it's like almost impossible to buy babies, boys clothing without something to do with space and rocket ships or dinosaurs. Yep. It's like, that's the standard. Anything that, you know, some are like, you know, get outdoors and there's like a Jeep or whatever, but most of the time it's dinosaurs or space and everything like things you're gifted, whatever kids stuff has so much space. Every cartoon you watch has at some point shows the earth or it zooms out really far, or it's looks at the, the moon in a certain way that leads you to believe that that's like all figured out already. Mm-hmm. And unless you sit down with a kid and let them know that that's, that's just like other stuff on TV. It's pretend and people are guessing. Then they really think that that we've already got it all figured out that plus the constant trust the experts conversation, the constant experts say, blah, blah, blah. And that all you being need entered to, into our children's ears is so terrible. So all of they need to know is they don't need to think for themselves. They need to wait till a teacher tells them that this is what it is. And thankfully We've chosen to be our kids' teachers at best. And the reality is, is we are not actually even their teachers. We're like more like guides for them to learn as they want to and as they are ready to. And to guide somebody into figuring things out on their own is a really amazing thing. And then when you think of them instead going to school to sit down and be taught, which is indoctrination them to be taught things that other people say they've already figured out and that they should shut the part of their brain off that tells them to ask questions about it. That's sick. And that's where it's like, just don't think, listen to what I say, 
You need to answer the question on the test exactly how I said it, or you fail. It's not about you understanding anything. It's about you memorizing something and writing it down and not, not causing a scene, which was my problem in school was causing the scene. And it's, uh, uh, Oh, it's just, do you mind I if I, can I butt yeah, in please, for just a please. sec? Yeah. I, I just want to hold on to that. You said that we're like guides for our kids. Yeah. And I really like that. I really like that, but I want to, I want to up it a notch with you there and mm-hmm. say, not only are we guides, because we are definitely guides as the adults in the room, but we're also learners. Oh, you and yeah. I are avid learners and we treat our kids with a lot of respect. So when we're learning something, they're learning it with us right. and we're not taking it like the indoctrination. We're not being taught. I don't say, well, let's get taught about how the life cycle of a grasshopper works. Let's look up a Bill Nye video and have him tell us. All <laughs> yeah. That. Have him tell us everything we need to know. No, I, I'm asked a question by a curious young boy. Well, where do grasshoppers sleep? And I go, well, you know what? I have no idea. I can't answer that question, but I want to. You know why? Because I want to find out where grasshoppers sleep. Yeah. And then we go and we, and, and I start reading stuff out loud and we, we listen to what is out there for what people think they've observed from several and different we, sources. And then we go back outside mm-hmm. and we look at those grasshoppers again and we go, oh yeah, that seems to be what's going on. Or, or ants, you know, um, we, I was asked the question last year, if ants hibernate, and I said, yes, like without questioning, you know, I just said, yeah, of course they do. Cause you don't and, see them in the winter. And, and then I was like, you know what? We got this book about, about hibernation. Like, let's take a look. We read what they had to say, not specifically about ants, but different bugs. And, um, you know, we came to this conclusion that they say that their blood slows down enough that they become like, I forget what the name of the war, the, the word was for it, but it was, you know, they become dormant. Yeah. And, they, they stay alive, but nothing moves They're They're for like, like if you found one for all intents and purposes, they're dead, they but they dead, come yeah. back to Hummingbirds life. even do that. But yeah. like, even a, a, according to this, like under a microscope, you wouldn't, no blood's moving, no right. brain activity, wow. no, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's totally done, but it comes back in the, in the springtime. And right now, I mean, we have an anthill, a huge one that, that uh, we've been looking at all winter. This was last summer that the question was asked. And now we're in, you know, this is last August or so. And now we're in January and we're about halfway through trying to figure out whether or not ants hibernate, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and when we're done and when we're done, we won't really know. And the part of it that we always start with, that's my favorite is what do you think yeah. before we start to look at any other sources? And that makes somebody go, Oh, well, this is the information I have. And this is what I believe to be true. And here's what I think maybe is the case. And then you can say, well, let's do research. I've been trying to use that word because I think, uh, well, one, I think when our eight-year-old says I was doing research on my favorite video game, that it sits better with grandparents that question the idea of unschooling. So there's that. But also it makes him realize that, that that YouTube is a tool 
as well as the encyclopedias that we have over here on the bookshelf behind me or the the other books or the library or the people you know research there's there's um all of that material and it's for you to look through and and read and understand and then put through the filters of the things you already know and try to figure out what the truth is to you at that time and that that it's okay that that's changing as you gain new information and that's what it is to be a person that's alive and thinking for themselves and yeah I don't and, know. It seems really natural to a kid if you don't try to squash it. If you're not it, with a kid that's been sitting in school. It's natural. And everything you're saying is such truth. But it's crazy to me that there's such an opposite feeling about so much of it. Like uh, uh, when I was talking about the ants and their hibernation process, and I said it, there's a different word for it. And I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't remember. And I don't care. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. But there are smart, in quotes, smart kids who memorize what that word is. And when they're asked, do ants hibernate? They say, no, they go into partial stasis or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes, oh, look great at job. Mm-hmm. They're so yeah. smart. They know so much. And then and then you take that kid to the side and go, hey, when was the last time you looked at an anthill? And they're like, ants are gross. Keep ants away from me. There was one in my house once and I told my dad and he smashed it, but no, I've never looked at an anthill, you know, and, and that kid's smart. Whereas me, I'm not going to focus on our kids. I'm stupid because I don't know that word, but yet here I am really trying to understand the life cycle of an ant just out of curiosity. It's weird too. So like, I feel like there's a lot of kids today and are getting younger and younger are like already jaded and already think that the world is really boring and stupid. And like, they're just looking at their phone and like not wanting to engage because like, Oh yeah, I know there's birds everywhere, whatever. Or yeah, there's answer boring and they're gross. And then there's the other kids that like already know the answer or look it up and then, and then they're proud of themselves for knowing the answer. There's even a lot of kids that are like, just cause they could look it up on the, their device. They are think your question is stupid and invalid. Like, why do you care? Because I can look that up on YouTube right now. And it's not just public school kids. It's homeschool kids that have parents that can't let go of the school system, that they want to have that hierarchy and that expert to tell you what the answer is. Because we know some homeschool kids that um, are that way, exactly what you were describing. They're like, oh, actually it's called this. Actually, there's no difference between an eagle and a hawk. Well, actually, because yeah. there are, because I'm looking at it and just visually, there's a difference between an eagle, a bald eagle, and a hawk. <laughs> like, remember that conversation? There's, yeah. Oh, I remember it. I remember it too well. Uh, I, I I was so bummed because I was stoked to find out the new neighbors homeschool their kids. Mm-hmm. And then just immediately finding out things like that, where they just, yeah, they just, yeah. It's cool that they're not right about everything. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not right about everything. Nobody's right about everything, but they're just they're, they're, they they all feel that they're very smart. And when they believe something's true, there is no changing their mind. And someone said to this group of kids, an eagle and a hawk is the same thing. And that is fucking true to them. Like there is well, nothing. I could say they're both birds of prey. They both they're... might eat my chickens, but they're not the same thing. If they're the same thing, then my chicken is the same thing as them. You know what I mean? Well, and... I, I guess I take it a little personally. Cause I feel like when I say that to them and I don't mean to like 
bring my own baggage up here, but these little kids are like, Oh, don't listen to that crazy guy. He, he like, he look at him. He's got a long beard and he's crazy. And he's telling us that uh, there's a fucking difference between a hawk and an eagle when we all know that that's just one, two words for the same thing. It's really sad because I think that that's just and more and more. It's not it's not only the know it allness because some kids are like that and it has been. But more now than ever, it's also this jaded this like uh, everything is already figured out and it's boring mm-hmm. like I watch this like curiosity and wonder that both you and I still have. Now my birthday's tomorrow. I'm going to be 38 and you're 40. Mm. And we have, we have an eight-year-old boy. Everything is like, whoa, what's that? You know, why does it look like that? Why is the sky blue? Why is the clouds like that? Well, those are chemtrails. <laughs> like, you know, like, what, like, why, 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 why does the well, fog look like that this week? And then our one-year-old who can't verbalize, everything is wonderful. It's all amazing. And you watch him see someone outside a window for the first time and just light up. And it's like, why would I take that little kid with that sense of wonder and excitement, that joy that is brought by that, and tell him that's just a window and that's outside and there's your dad like, yeah. and tell him that it's like, ah, I've already figured it out and you're stupid. And then he's going to do that same thing as he starts to be older. He's going to tell me, oh no, I figured it out and you're stupid. You're stupid for thinking it's exciting. And then that's really sad because uh-huh. I know we're so off topic because we were talking about how we could tell if the moon landing was, was real or not. Short answer is no. We can't. We can't. <laughs> and everything always comes back to us as like how to raise a good family. I mean, like we're, that's going to be a lot of what we talk about on here, I'm sure. But it's like this idea of uh, this sense of wonder and let that little kid wonder, did we go yeah. to the moon and have that conversation with us? Like right. we don't just tell we, we do tell our kid all the time. Oh, that's propaganda. Let's examine it. Like they're they're clearly trying to tell you that there's a right answer already. Do you believe yeah. that? And like currently our eight-year-old has a different point of view than us about the moon landing. And we don't tell him he's wrong, but he kind of circles around (laughs) that. And that's beautiful that he changes every day because he's always just thinking about it and taking a new information that he has, like examining it from different angles. Like the idea to me is what's amazing about being alive and being on this earth in this body is that we can never know the total truth. And it's always a mystery and it's always an experience and like, it's always changing. And I, I just think, I don't know, I think that's what makes things beautiful. And I think that we're trying to take that we have been, and we are taking that away from people. And it seems younger and younger. We're taking it away. Like you said, one child will say, you look up at the sky and you say, boy, I wonder what's up with that cloud. And they say, that's, condensation and you're dumb for not knowing that Mm -hmm. or whatever but then you mentioned our kid (laughs) kind of jokingly like saying well those are chemtrails in there and it's like but you know what i'm pretty sure i mean you know situation by situation everything's always different but i don't think he would ever tell anyone those are chemtrails and be done with the conversation no he he would say well like you know because of the way we phrase things we say well, some people think they're chemtrails. Mm-hmm. And if the person's interested enough that they say, what's a chemtrail, he might continue on. But he's not going to He's not gonna say, I don't think anyone's going to say, 
beautiful white fluffy clouds are 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 beautiful and that's all there is to it and have him be like no they're not they're no, chemtrails. I mean, you're wrong they're chemtrails. yeah you're wrong because because uh, i mean i, I can get that like that in my own language but when it comes to addressing other people especially people who don't believe the same things that we do we show a lot of respect and he sees that they both do you know i i'd like to think that that in the end game when we have adults instead of children we're going to have extremely open-minded adults who respect the shit out of everyone but don't believe most folks <laughs> yeah, when i think about like how are how are our kids gonna rebel because they will there'll be a time where they try to rebel against us as teenagers and i think like what if he wants to go to space camp or something <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> oh i see it run, i'm I see gonna it. run away from home and go to space camp He's going to be a teenager beyond like, I'm going to the moon, dad. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go start training in pools of water and prove to you that that's just training for what we're going to do for real. When we get out into space, which is an empty you, void you in the vacuum. Control me. I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to be a Marine. I'm joining the military. Yeah. Oh, that was God, my, that was my joke before I even met you. I said, I shouldn't have kids because they're just going to grow up to be young Republicans who yeah. I, I hate. ROTC or whatever that. Yeah. 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 And it's like, uh, that's super funny. That's why it's like, you don't squeeze too hard. You know what I mean? You let them explore whatever they want to get into, even if you're not into it. I remember our example when, before we had kids was always like, what if they like want to be an ICP kid? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I'm still afraid of that. I know and it's weird because it's like not really valid anymore, but it's there's there's a lot like what if they want to go to that what Scott Travis Travis Scott concert yeah. or whatever? Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. I don't understand the music it, of the today. It's, it's still a fear. I don't know about ICP. I suppose they're getting old and not putting out stuff anymore, or I don't as have much, any idea. Or yeah. Young kids don't like it, or whatever, whatever. In eight years now, in five years from now, when he's I don't know, getting into his own music when he suddenly realizes that everything his dad has ever played him is weird, obscure, foreign fucking nonsense. Uh, he's going to start listening to something. And there's a really good chance that when I listen to it, my reaction is going to be, this is the worst shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that can't be my reaction. I just need to be like, like, Oh yeah, you're into well, this. Cool. How do they make this music? That's I, I what would we, say you know, or whatever. We, we, we live in a different world now and it's going to continue to be different, but you know, like really, if it was 10 years ago and we were getting to that point, I would be like, all right, let's go to the ICP show. I know I'm going That's what and, we I, got and not, and not like that. I, I make it sound like I'm dragging my feet as I say it there, but like, cool, let's go. I'm going to figure out why you like this shit. And I'm there. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go and be the, the Christian parent at the Metallica show. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I don't know if it was 10 years ago, I still drank. So I'd probably be like, yeah, let's go. And I'll fucking get drunk with these clowns, (laughs) my face and shit or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I don't know who knows what the future will bring. It'll probably be that he just wants to be on zoom calls or go play Fortnite tonight because my favorite band's doing a show on I know Minecraft. What I really think is if he rebels, he'll, he'll, you know, go into the virtual world and that's where we're really not comfortable. 
that's the that's the real truth. And you know the, what? That's part future. of the reason why we're here today, and I why I agreed to start a podcast, and why I agreed to start a YouTube channel, and why I agreed to learn Zoom, is because if we're not hip to this at least a little bit now, it's going to be impossible for us to understand what he's doing at a certain point. Well, plus it'll be sweet that we get real tech savvy. We're like podcasting, using Zoom all the time, and then we won't let him use screens ever. <laughs> We'll be those yeah. parents. Yeah. You can't touch put, that. that that'll destroy you. I'm watching TV. Put a bag on your They'll head. They'll be like, but mom, dad, you were podcasting for three hours last night on Zoom. Can't I just see my friends on Zoom for five? No. It'll destroy your brain. <laughs> yeah, it just destroys your brain. It makes you stupid. It reminds me. I thought that all the time when I was a kid. Like, I'd get yelled at, don't drink. You can't drink alcohol. You're just a kid. Yeah. by a handful of adults who are around me watching me and they're all shit-faced yeah. and they're and they're telling me not to drink ever and then whoa look at that i became a fucking alcoholic what, what what's <laughs> that what are the odds of that you know like i don't know like it's not gonna if we're if we're using zoom i'm 100 joking about the idea of telling him he can't touch yeah, this no, stuff. no screen that, no screen time like that's what other parents call it it's a plus what you were really saying is it's a plus that we'll know how to work this stuff and yeah, if he wants to have a Zoom friend party thing, we hook him up. We show yeah, him how it works. I'm just going to stand and hover in the corner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we walk away because as difficult as it is, you know, this is something I want to get into time and time again on this podcast, really, is the personal struggle that I feel with granting freedom to children on the internet. Because uh, I... I feel that the kids today should have as much freedom as I did walking out my back door, which I had a lot, a -hmm. lot. I didn't have someone hover over me and make sure that I didn't hurt myself. But I also was walking out into some woods where my biggest risk was stepping on a board with a, with a rusty nail sticking out of it uh, or falling down and patching nettles or things like that. Um, Not stumbling into an infinite amount of porn that's free oh, that's completely fucking different that I can't but, even imagine. but also that freedom that i had was like the most important shit it was so important and even things- even down the road for me just like every other person that was born in the 80s and late 70s yeah the first porno magazine i ever saw was found at it was the the quarry nearby <laughs> or you know some <laughs> someone found it out in the woods and whatever your situation is but we all found that nasty dirty magazine that some pervert probably fucking left and, and you, you know everyone under rocks and come back to it someone brings a plastic ziploc and you know you get it in there <laughs> and every kid in the neighborhood knows that that rock right there under there is the the preserved mm-hmm. penthouse magazine we all take a look even. but like like i don't know as much as that's that's like a fun story that's a real true story and I like telling it, I am scared to death of my son finding Pornhub or X hamster. Oh God. If yeah, I, it's just really I could have weird. if I overthought that, which I don't right now, but if I overthought that, I'd have nightmares about that. Well, and then I think too, like the special victims unit episodes where they're like the kid is messing around with another kid at school and they, somebody sends a, a dick pic to another one. And next thing you know, both of them are like charged with child pornography and they're like 12. 
Yeah. Like there's those loopholes or whatever in the law. Like that's insane to me. You should, that's not, I mean, that shouldn't, I mean, that's so crazy. It just, it doesn't matter. It's not, it's not it doesn't only have to be about sex. It's like everything that these kids do now is being recorded in, in overtly. Like maybe we were more than we realized anyway, but like, it's like, just to think if I was a kid, when I was a kid, if I would have had a Facebook or a MySpace or something where I was taking pictures all the time of everything I was doing, holy shit, I'd be yep. embarrassed of some of that stuff. And yep. like, not, you know, I'm not embarrassed of who I was, but I, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't need to advertise. That's not who I am. It was just, it's these little flashes. You try on yeah. a lot of hats when you're growing up. It's these little moments, but at the time they feel like they're, who you're, who you are. If somebody doesn't take it seriously, it's offensive, you know? And I always try to remember that when our son's going through different things that he's really passionate about, that it's like, oh, that's cute. But I can't, I can't say that's cute to him. To him, this is real life. This is him. This is his character. And as I was building all that and trying on different things, I was trying on being an asshole too, and having stupid haircuts and going out with ladies. Like I don't need all of that part of me documented and, and pictures from that online. And it's not because I want to go be in politics someday. And I'm some, I don't want people to dig dirt up on me. It's just like that who I am is always evolving even now. And it, it will be interesting to see these things maybe, you know, 20 years from now and, and hear our old conversations, but it's different when it's that part of adolescence where you're trying to find into your adulthood, who, who you are as a person. It's like to have that part of your life recorded. I just can't, not only well, just recorded, but like in everyone's face all the time. And you can't leave your social circle. You know, if you're at school and people are being mean to you and you come home, it's still on your computer. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. I think it it's like creating weird codependent relationships between friends. But then at the same time, they're not really ever there for you because most of your interaction is like on Zoom these days or on maybe not Zoom, but whatever, Snatchpat or TikToks or whatever the other thing is that people are using. Instant crayons um, and yeah, it's uh, it, it's you know, I just try to put myself in the in the in the shoes of a thirteen year old or something today, and I think, man, if I was, uh, I guess not today. Today, this is I'm thinking this is something I would say two years ago. We pretend that school is normal. Okay. And I'm okay. in public school two yeah. years ago and I'm 13 and the narrative is moving the way it is. And someone sat me down and said, uh, a, a school counselor said, Hey man, you're really fucking up a lot. Like, uh, this is, this is really messed up. You're, you you kind of have two paths ahead of you. You can either be on the straight and narrow and be a good person, or you can be a Nazi. You can be a white supremacist Nazi. I'd be like, Oh, so I'm a Nazi. Okay. <laughs> you know, like I get it. Like, I don't know. I would, I would probably be because I'm, I, cause I rebelled so much assuming that I had the same mentality in, in 2020 or 2022. Um, I would be homophobic and Nazi without even really deeply being those things just because, because trying to rebel, just yeah. because I was being told the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do right now is disrespect a transgender person. My Facebook or Instagram, whatever social media of choice I had 
my wall would be filled with anti-transphobic hate. So here's the And I would thing. know that it's transphobic hate. I'd, I'd be throwing it in your face. But see, I was the same way when I was young, right? I was like, if they told me, it was because I knew I was being lied to and I couldn't figure out what it was. So if someone with an authority told me that I needed to do something, I would try to do the opposite and I would do it loudly. And that's something that I'm, it's interesting to me, but I don't feel like I'm seeing that anymore with kids, with teenagers. I feel like there's this bigger, like, I know there were always kids that were still playing along. There were cheerleaders and jocks and whatever, you know what I mean? People who were good at school and we were the fringe, but there was not just, it wasn't just me. There was a group of people like us. And nowadays, what am I see? I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know a ton of teenagers, but I see a lot more like if they're going to get loud, they're getting loud with these memes and talking points that are already figured out for them. They're getting loud about trans rights and all the other hot topics that are already there. It's uh it's a weird observation that I would make that while I'm painting that picture of myself being the absolute rebel who would be a transphobic hater, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really what I would be because of the trends in society. I'm basing that on the way I felt when I was a kid, when most kids, I don't know about most, but a large number of kids were super rebellious. It seems to me, I don't know a lot of teenage kids either, but I know a few. And I see a lot more, you know, I drive by a high school five times a week or so to not to, but on the way home from work. And I don't see any of them off school premise, not wearing masks there. I mean, they're all wearing masks, like everywhere they go. I mean, I mean to say they're wearing a mask, whether on school at school or off school, like I would think that. 25 to 75%, like between a quarter and three quarters of all students would step off. They're being forced to wear these masks all day. They would step one foot off school premise and then not just take it off, but take it off, litter, rub it with their foot, maybe take a piss on it and put a cigarette out on it because fuck that goddamn muzzle that they've been putting me in all day. And I just don't, I don't see that. I see kids like being like, oh, I wore a mask all day. Now I wear a mask on the bus and I'm going to tell other people to wear a mask. On our rural road here, I see kids walking down the road by themselves after getting off the school bus with a mask on all the way home. Yeah. And it's, that's like, there's no part of me that thinks that I would have been doing that. I would, this, if there was anything to rebel against at that, when I was a teenager, it would have been that, that because I could see that I was being lied to, you know? And like, that would be in this case that, disease and the masks and all of the other stuff i would know that that was bullshit and i just it's it is weird to me i think it's just worked what they've done has is continued to work better and better and more and more brainwashing and kids i mean there's there's this coddling that that has been going on like when i worked at the body shop I literally would have, and we live in a college town, so I would be helping a lot of college-age kids through their first car accident. And sometimes you'd have a kid come in and I would help them. But sometimes you would have a parent call on the phone from California or from Oregon and say, my kid just had, and we made a claim for them and we have their insurance, the insurance is in their name, the parent's name, the car's in the parent's name, the parent schedules the estimate appointment, the parent... One time, I literally had the parent from California fly in 
to take the kid in their car to the body shop to have the estimate, not for the repairs, not to pick up the car from a big repair and make sure that it was repaired correctly for a freaking estimate. And it was like, you flew from California so that your 19 year old who's in college, who's made it to the big time. Cause I never Can did I ask male or female. It was a female this time, but that wasn't, it wasn't gender specific. It was oftentimes the coddling would be boys and they would be on their phone, be like, oh no, mom, whatever, you know, like just. I was going to, I I, I almost expected it more to be a boy. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds weird, but I'm just thinking in 2022 terms, like I feel like a teenage boy is more afraid of an auto body shop than a teenage girl. You know, you're right. Because there, there would be like more times that I would have girls that could look me in the eye and ask questions. And the boys would just be not disengaged. Yeah, a girl is it's air out of their element. And you know, I don't mean to sound sexist, whatever. Uh, girls are whatever. Uh, they, they're not, they haven't been taught that they should be uh, at home in an auto body shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you do, you know, we've, we've yeah. both spent plenty of time, but um, it's uh a boy who's 15, maybe I should even say 18 or 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say 22. Yeah. Like, like an adult, a fully grown adult male yeah. who is the biggest pussy you've ever fucking met. And he's, he's afraid of everything and everything. And it's an aggression upon him and everything is uh, they, they can't handle any kind of conflict or anything like that. And they go into a body shop, even though they're in the nice office area, there's, there's gruff guys with, beards that look like me that are walking through and, and I might look at him and give him a stern, like, Hey, what's up? And that would just, I think that would melt a, a 20 year old boy today. It wouldn't make him go, Oh yeah. Hey, maybe I could work in a place like this someday. That's for sure. Not oh happening. yeah. No. Oh gosh. Uh, and, and maybe they just feel a hiring shortage. That industry is done. Like there, you can't get anybody to work in a shop. Oh, like no one's, bad. no one's trying to do that anymore. I'm so glad to be out of all that shit. But um, yeah, I'd rather not think too too much about the actual <laughs> auto body industry. No, right but the just moment. the idea that these kids can't handle basic stuff on their own. And that's to the point where like now if they're in their dorm or whatever, they can just click stuff on their phone and get food cooked for them, delivered to that, <laughs> the apartment or dorm. They can get their groceries delivered without making eye contact with anybody. They can have a sexual relationship with someone without having to to see them in real life and make eye contact. I'm looking at you on zoom right now and I'm not making, I cannot find your eye contact. You know what I mean? You can't to sit down in front of someone and really look into their eyes is different. I'm sorry. You just, you got me confused when you say a sexual relationship or that doesn't happen. You mean like, 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 like mus- what if you mutual have a- masturbation on a zoom call or something? Yeah. I don't know how I wouldn't, works. I don't think there's anything sexual that could take place here. No, but you can think like if that person has a girlfriend, it's five states away and they're whatever the version of phone sex is now with this kind of technology. Oh, or maybe they like hooked up once. They like took a trip, saw each other. No, I'm saying that these kids could have relationships where they never meet people in real life or actually have eye contact. And it's not, I'm I'm sorry. I just, it's it's a small thing, but that's not a sexual relationship. Yeah. But what if they think that it is? You know what I mean? That is like a horrifying. Thing. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Like these people, they're going to be so comfortable in the metaverse because they are like more than one foot in it right now. You're you're doing Zoom calls for your college classes. You're you're you've lived online like in that 
aspect for for a year more now. I don't know. It's just really, it's really weird. And I don't know how we got here to this. Because uh, we're trying to figure out if we could land on the moon. Yeah. Oh, right. And everything with that comes to I, back to. I only, I only brought that up at the beginning. I was just like looking for, for a point to start a conversation. I knew I didn't have uh, a full, what are we at? We're over an hour. Oh, geez. Uh, I, I didn't think that, that would fill that up by any means. I just thought it would be a good starting point. And I think it was. I think we've. Uh, I think it I think was we've had a great conversation. And, and I was thinking of cycles a lot, and that was specifically about the moon. So it's interesting that you brought up the moon as well. So we'll have to save my idea of the moon cycles and and its effect on things, cycles, and other parts of life uh, for for another podcast. I don't want to be done with the moon on this podcast by any means. I want to talk about it more mm-hmm. because. Like I said at the beginning of that, let's skip parts one through five of our understanding of that we didn't go to the moon. Mm-hmm. And we threw a lot of probably compelling evidence to people who already believe that we didn't go to the moon. But I think it would be kind of fun. I don't know, maybe do the same concept, but try and stay on it with mm-hmm. a, one or two other people. Like, yeah. could any of us be convinced of this or are we all just too stuck in our ways? Are we being closed minded to think we could never go to? The, I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of. Mm, a good way to look at the moon landing and, and just kind of try and keep fresh on something that I feel like it's, it's stale as hell to me. Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what you say. We didn't go to the fucking moon. I don't know. It gets, it gets old, but at the same time, it's like maybe the most important subject to me. Mm -hmm. And like, like not, not that it's even that important, but it shows me when people believe that we did go to the moon. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. You're not cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. Not cool. is not the right word, but you're not, you're not going to see things my way. Is it litmus test? Is that what I want to say? Where it's like, it's like a, a little way for you to kind of see what kind of conversation that you're going to. Yeah. This person I think out. a litmus test is like, literally it's like a, uh, uh, it's a scientific thing where they check, check the acidity of something. Like of a, it's of a, to see of a, where your starting point is, as far and it's as it's I like understand. it's something from my understanding. It's either it's either acidic or not acidic, mm-hmm. or whatever that test is for. And it's like no questions. It's this test tells you a, an answer. And if somebody says that that we did go to the moon for certain, and and they especially if they're defensive about it when you if you bring it up, yeah. it yeah. makes you go okay. They're not thinking for themselves. They've I'm okay got- with someone who says ah, I don't know, I don't really care. You know, but when someone fucking stands on it and they want to tell me that we went to the moon and the more I talk, the angrier they get, I'm never, never, ever going to see things the same. Well, I don't know. They could change their mind. They're unlikely to never see things my way. It's hard to have a conversation with a person that wants to shut it down like that about something, about anything, really. It's so true. And so it's nice to have this space for us to speak, but also to talk to other people who are doing what we're doing. You know, it's like to meet, to be meeting other people who are podcasting and speaking and other people with their minds open that are thinking critically and to know a lot of them are also raising families is really gives me some hope. Sure. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know who I want to talk to and it's not an individual that I'm thinking of, but a a concept of a person Hmm. about the moon. I want to talk to someone who believes in the moon landing 
for real. And I don't mm-hmm. want to push on them too hard. I want to hear what they have to say. If they're coming from an angle of like that, there are moon bases on the moon mm-hmm. or uh, there's a lot of people who examine the moon footage like we have. And they come to the conclusion that the moon is hollow, that the moon has other people living on it, that uh, that there's volcanoes all over the moon, that the missions didn't go as stably as they, you know, there's people who question the narrative while still believe that we went to the moon at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I push back hard, we just argue, but I kind of want to get someone to talk and tell me their point of view on that kind of thing. Well, especially if that person is open-minded about the fact that our the powers that be or the powers that shouldn't be have yeah. lied to us. Well, see, that's why I still believe that we went to the moon. Yeah, that's why I could see that being an okay conversation because we have the same stepping point of well, everything out of NASA is a lie. Like they think right. everything's a lie. Well, I guess not everything because I think but, everything is a lie, but they think that. That, that they're all the, keeping things from us, that they have more advanced technology than we even know. I want them to go, yeah, yeah, NASA's totally corrupt because they destroyed the moon footage because they didn't want us to know blank, blank, or blank. Because mm-hmm. then it doesn't, hey, doesn't Alex Jones think that like we really go to the moon and they know they're yeah. like way smarter than they say or something? I haven't listened to Alex Jones enough to really speak, nah. but I did see him on Joe Rogan once with Eddie Bravo. And I think he was saying that we've been going to the moon since the forties or thirties. Mm. You know, he's a very much a believer in that the technology is 40 years ahead of what right. we have, which I think in some ways that could be true, but I don't think it's true in another sense, because I don't think that we can get to the moon. I don't I think don't we can't think get that, there. No, I don't I think, think they lie to us about the large the, the capabilities of yeah. the technology. Right. But, but yeah, there's, there's room for something like that. If we find the right person someday, that'd be fun. Yeah. 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 Well, should we wrap it up? I think so. All right. This has been good. We got in over an hour. There has not been any children. One child is, is away for the night and another child is sleeping happily sleeping right up there above me so So. all right well well this has been nice talking to you i can't wait to see you in like 30 seconds we're gonna hug heart to heart exchange energy (laughs) and become one again but this is it's kind of goofy because i really feel like this is just a regular podcast now on zoom you know it's almost easy to forget that you're in the same house it's it's been weird. Yes. I, I, I do think that I've liked it better when it's just audio and we're sitting next to each other, but when we have a guest, this will be great. Yeah. Let's we'll keep dialing things in. Um I think it would be cool if the if the audio can work out okay, if we could both be like down here. So yeah. we're face to face while we have a zoom with someone else. That would be great. Something yeah, like that. In the same room, but have our own little boxes on Zoom. It's gonna it's it'll take a few minutes. a few few days of of messing around with stuff yeah so if you like our show so far and you want to talk to us email us at the world as it is today at protonmail.com follow us on instagram at the world as it is today and let us know if you're listening because we we have no idea (laughs) thanks for listening today if you're a real person that's listening we're, we're very, very curious personally, be really honest here. And you're not going to, well, you're not going to not like this, but it's not going to be what pretty much anybody who's doing this wants to hear. 
I don't care if anyone's listening to us like as a whole. No, it I mean, I it's not going to change that. I want to do this. That's for sure. Like, even if we only like, say we, we do this for a little while and we're only getting uh, 300 downloads per episode. That's like really small. That seems That's, like a lot. <laughs> uh, it's not, seems like a it's lot. not at all. It's like not worth it. Some would say, but I, I don't know. This, this might sound weird or full of myself or something. I don't know. I've never heard the phrase, but uh, I, I, I wouldn't mind if we're a podcaster's podcast, like a comedian's comedian. Yeah. 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 If, if we're just in this, like we don't have a massive audience. It's not like people are turning to us to see what we think. As long as we have people within the podcast community who are at least interested by this show and want to have us partake in their shows and they want to partake in this show, I'm cool with that. Because then you're having rad conversations with cool people. Because so. really, like we said in the first one, uh, this is just an excuse for us to really talk deep, which we can have hard time finding because and it's still daylight out right now in a, yeah. in a, uh, without thinking about it, if the boy goes with grandma, the other boy goes to sleep. I go, cool. You got time to do whatever you're going to do. My boots are on. I'm outside. I'm, I'm, I got stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. It's, Let's sit down and actually talk. Yeah. It doesn't have to take up all of our time, but doing it this way is, is making it us intentionally make space for this. And I think that's, that's really cool. Intention. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. All good. All right, Let's bye call guys. It a podcast. Bye. Okay. Bye.